Hello, nerds, and welcome to Nerds Out Loud. It's your boy, Nerd Actor Charles, and today I will be doing my review for both the movie Yesterday and The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Today, it is just me, uh, no loudmouth Ryan, because he is off doing some exciting things, possibly working on some new projects, so give him some love and some support if you can. But anyways, let's get to it. Now, I personally am the kind of person who doesn't like to be spoiled at all when it comes to movies. This means I don't like to watch the trailers for movies that I know I'm going to want to go see. For instance, Spider-Man. I have done everything in my power not to see a single thing with this movie. But that's how I am. I'm the kind of guy who doesn't want to know a single thing because I want to experience the movie and have it washed over me as I'm watching it. I'm not the kind of guy who likes to figure stuff out beforehand. So with that in mind, I decided to really quickly just give you a quick review for Yesterday and The Last Black Man in San Francisco are big recommendations for me, especially right now. Other than Toy Story 4 and Booksmart, these are probably my two favorite films that have come out after Endgame. Everything else has just been so-so. So anyways... I definitely recommend spending money and going to go see these two movies in theaters, both Yesterday and The Last Man Black Man in San Francisco. Now to go a little bit further, I'm not going to spoil anything just yet. There will be spoilers later, but I'm just going to go quickly into how I feel about these movies. First, starting off with Yesterday. Now, for me, Yesterday is an interesting film because I am not someone who's a huge fan of the Beatles. They have never really connected to me i know that they are great songwriters paul mccartney and john lennon and i definitely feel something when i hear covers of their songs but the beatles themselves other than like maybe four to ten depending on which songs i'm listening to never really like caught me as much as like queen or or the rolling stones but this story is very interesting to me the idea of what if one day you just came into a world where you were the only person who remembered any of the great work that these people have done. Like, what if Stanley wasn't ever alive or born? Could I possibly create all the characters that he made and somehow birth their ideas to life? And that is the basis of the story of what yesterday is. It's very intriguing. That hook alone is worth checking out. I will say that this movie is very sweet, very heartfelt, very cute perfect movie to go see a date with it's really funny it's so um, witty and and smart and it's quite interesting because Himesh Patel the lead person the lead actor in this film who is the singer songwriter who is using the Beatles uh, music to basically get famous is he does such a great job in this performance which is really surprising to me because I looked at what he's done before and he's only done shorts few episodes here and there mini series tv series it's not a lot of tv work but no no big movie credits so to see him take the lead in this and really like really give a performance that's worth watching is quite something to me especially since his his co-star lily james has been in so many other things beforehand like she's been in cinderella she's been in baby driver She's been in quite a lot of things, and also great performance. Great performance by the whole cast, to be honest with you. So I definitely recommend it on an acting point of view. I like the style of this film. There's, they really 
really celebrate the music of the Beatles. They really, and it's been done before in other movies where they use the lyrics to to influence the visuals of the film. But this one does it with a lot of respect, a lot of heart, and it really services the characters in this film. Like it, it's not it's not a movie that's gonna service the music because we know the music's great. The music's there and it is quite nice, but it's it's not the center point of this film. To be honest, the center point of this film are the characters, and that's what makes me want makes me recommend this movie because the characters and their story is is quite nice and. I, I I really enjoyed it. I had laughed a lot, I laughed out loud. So that's definitely a recommendation. I will go more into what I really liked about the film after I give a quick review of The Last Black Man in San Francisco. And then I'll go more into that one as well. Like I said, I don't want to spoil anything yet. So I will make sure I have a good spoiler warning for both these films before I go deep talk. And hopefully while I'm structuring this on our Anchor and other podcast listening devices, you will be able to really skip ahead to the spoiler part, non-spoiler part, and then just the quick things of whether or not whether or not you should see this film. Next is The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I just saw it tonight and oh man, this movie really got me. It was it was such a great artistic piece. I definitely recommend seeing it in theaters, which is going to be tough because Spider-Man's coming out on Monday as of right now or Monday at midnight or Tuesday specifically the release date is the July 2nd and when that happens it's going to take over a lot of showings and a lot of theaters and it's going to push out uh, it's going to push this movie out because it is an indie it is a festival darling and that's a shame because it's such a great story and it's it's so well shot it's quite surprising too because this is the first directorial debut for Joe Talbot the director and it is it is really astonishing how these stories and these movies and these these projects are coming out from people like Ava DuVernay, Ryan Coogler, and how how we can get such great, wonderful stories and great, beautiful artwork if just given the chance. And that's what this film is to me. I will say that if you're looking for like a summertime movie blockbuster or something that you're just gonna have fun with and laugh and and cry and all that stuff and have a big emotional roller coaster. This is probably not the film for you. It is definitely an artistic piece, but it is definitely worth seeing because it is it is gorgeously shot and the performances by Jimmy Fails and Jonathan Majors, their their performances are so captivating and heartfelt and true. And man, I there was a moment in this movie that had me like full on crying like normally when i see a movie and i get emotional i get a little choked up and i get like watery eyes but no tears come out this is the first time in probably a few years that i was just i was crying there's tears coming down and and the heartfelt moments in this movie were were hitting me and it was it was really good um so i definitely recommend it i i say go out and see it in theaters because it needs support it needs love and it's great to see these stories because it is about uh, the gentrification of of San Francisco and a lot of major cities of how a lot of the middle class or the poorer class are kind of being bought out and pushed out of where they lived and where they used to live. And instead of they're either having to go farther out, 
four, three, six hours out of their city that they work in just to keep going or they become homeless. And, and this definitely hits there with that story. But it's also a story about love, friendship, family, a sense of home. It's re- it was really good. I, I definitely recommend it. I keep saying that because I, I, I absolutely adore this film. And I, I say see it in theaters because the whole experience in the theater is what makes it worth seeing because you've got you've got the imagery, the score and all this kind of you can feel the weight of the film as you're you're seeing it in the theater. And I, I know for a fact that if I had just saw it on Netflix one day, I wouldn't get that same weight, that same that same uh, pressure on me as I was watching it because I don't have the score surrounding me. I don't have the widescreen. I don't have these big emotions displayed the way they should be. So that is my quick non-spoiler review of The Last Black Man in San Francisco. If you are going to do a double feature, I'd say go see The Last Black Man in San Francisco first because it's a little bit heavier. Um, What what am I trying to say? It's um, a lot more raw. And then go see Yesterday because that's more feel-good, more uplifting, a lot of fun, really heartfelt and, and sweet. All right, now that that's out of the way, let's get more into the spoiler part of this podcast. I'm going to start off with spoiling Yesterday. So if you don't want to know anything about the plot, the performances, things that are specifically in this story, especially how it ends... Stop listening. This is the spoiler review or the spoiler part of this podcast for yesterday. I will then go into the spoiler part of The Last Black Man in San Francisco. So you have been warned. I don't want to hear trash about about me spoiling. Okay? Spoiler. Spoil. Okay. Anyways, back into yesterday. So I really, really enjoy this film. One, because it's got the music of the Beatles. Like, even though they didn't connect to me as much as other bands and singers and songwriters it's still the freaking Beatles like you're gonna tap your toe you're gonna nod your head you're gonna enjoy this music and even though it's not the Beatles themselves singing it it is really great covers of the music and funny differences as well like Ed Sheeran convinces Jack the main character to change hey Jude to hey dude doody doody anyways funny joke you saw it in the trailer that's what I really enjoyed about this about the music part of it the story, even though it is about Jack becoming famous and navigating a career with the brilliant work of the Beatles, the story comes down to a core of the two characters, Ellie, played by Lily James, and Jack being in love and not knowing how to navigate that as he becomes rich and famous. And it's actually quite sweet. You see early in the movie, he's starting to get famous, he's getting noticed, and he's about to go on tour with Ed Sheeran. And they're celebrating, and Ellie comes up to Jack in a moment where they're intimate and together. Not intimate, but they're they're alone and they're talking, and she's a little drunk, and she tells him that how she finally feels that she's she's she loves him, and and she can't see why he never saw it. And then it gets interrupted, and he can't he can't do anything about it, and he then has to go on tour and start becoming huge and famous, and and it's it's heartbreaking, and in that that through line through the film is what kept me going the fact that he becomes famous becomes rich but he he has another moment where they meet and he wants to stay there and he wants to be there with her and it's about, but it's about to be the first time he drops his 
his al- his first album and it's very important and she says go you you've got to go the world needs to hear what you're you're giving since uh no one's ever heard it before and it's the greatest thing that they could think of hearing so he has to he has to choose it's heartbreaking and he, he does he chooses to go and he hates himself for it and that's what i really loved about this film is that through line is the heart of this story the performances by Himesh Patel is fantastic. Same with Lily James. We've got some standout performances by side characters like Ed Sheeran, who did a really good job not being distracting and being a different character caricature of who he is in real life. So that was really funny. And then Kate McKinnon does a great job playing a stereotypical like American manager. She's, she's hilarious. She has some really great moments. I do worry that if we get too much of these types of characters, these kind of like SNL-style characters... We're going to get tired of it, kind of like with Melissa McCarthy and Tiffany Haddish and um, Kevin Hart, always playing like basically the same characters in every film. So I do worry about that. I do I do think she does a great job. It fits in this movie. It's not too distracting. I just, I know we can see more from her. She's fantastic on the SNL. I think she's probably the funniest cast member of SNL, but I, I do think she deserves a chance to show more range because I think... I think she could really do great work as as an actress. So that's just my only nitpick about the acting. It is very much a nitpick because, like I said, I really enjoy this movie. I, I definitely recommend it. What's great about it is even though the, mu- the music's great, the acting's great, it's also really well shot. They take they take a thing that's been done with other musicals like Rocket Man and Bohemian Rhapsody, where they take the lyrics and they, they put them on screen and it ha- and it be it becomes these transitions or these specific scenes. That's really done well and 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 it still feels fresh even though it's been done before. So go out and see it. It's great to see, and that's how I feel. Uh, next is my spoiler review for the Last Black Man in San Francisco. Spoiler. Spoiler, this is my spoiler part for The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Here we go. This movie I liked a lot more than yesterday because it is very artistic. This hits the artistic part of me as an actor. I adore this film. The story is really strong. The cinematography is, God, it's so gorgeous. They're, the shots, the way they're set up is is fantastic. I'm actually surprised because Joe Talbot, this is his first directorial debut for a wide release film and he does a standout job he's one of the co-writers for the film as well he does a fantastic job and i have to give a shout out to the cinematographer as well adam newport barra who just captures these gorgeous shots and he knows how to use the camera to like stay on the person to really feel what they're feeling and that is such a hard thing to do in in in, in film these days because it, it's not easy to just trust the actors and, and trust them and their, their performance. And they, they, they do. And that, that comes through Jimmy fails and, and Jonathan majors, because those two are unbelievable in this film. I, I, I hope, I, I hope, and I can't wait to see what they do next. Um, also really fantastic. Both of them, both of them do such a stellar job. And my God, it, this movie really, really got me at the end. It it does it does build slowly. It it compounds on to on it to itself more and more as you as you see these two boys in their in their life in San Francisco, and it's it's really about the gentrification of that city and how 
how they're living their life with both their family, um, their friends that are outside hanging out of their house, and of the city itself. And what's so great about this movie is is you feel the weight as you're watching it through through the cinematography, through the shots of San Francisco and the fog in the rural parts and the and the parts where where the poor live, where the rich live, where where Jimmy is skateboarding through town and he's feeling like he's in solitude because he's the only he there's not many of him in not many black people in in San Francisco as he's going there people are giving him looks and it's it's quite interesting because the history of San Francisco was very diverse and now now through gentrification it's it's become predominantly white throughout a lot of it and and that's that's there and this this all this all of this like you can feel the weight as you're watching it combined with with the score it it feels very oppressive if you if you feel a pressure as you're watching this film but there's also love in it in it as well you you see these moments of, of beauty of san francisco as well and it's it's such a great balance of love of hate of beauty and ugliness of san francisco that that's really amazing jimmy and and jonathan the two actors playing jimmy fails himself or a fictional version of himself and jonathan major majors playing uh mont or montgomery they play these two friends who are practically brothers through friendship and it's through that relationship that you get the heart of this film it's it's great because um like i said this is the spoiler part jimmy is telling this whole story of how this house that he's connected to that that his DNA is a part of because it's been through generations of his family from his grandpa, his dad, and himself because he's telling the story of how his grandpa built this this house after he came back from World War II. And, and Mont finds out that that's not true. That That is not actually how it happened. But Jimmy has been telling this story nonstop because his father told him this story and his grandfather told him this story. And it's been, it's been this thing that he, even though he knew wasn't true, it started to become true and it became this this anchor for him because it, it gave him a sense of self, a self of, a sense of being and a place of home, like a, a, a tether to a, a place that is his home. And as Mont finds out about this, he can't help but but try and help Jimmy realize this again. And God, that that hit me so hard as it was happening. So he, he gets to the end and we get this climactic moment where Mont is trying to put up a play and he, he the play is has two parts it's one to remember a friend who was shot and killed and and kind of have a a mourning with other people that knew him and then also at the very end of the play is to tell his friend Jimmy that what he believes isn't isn't true because he is so, he believes it so much that he's willing to throw his life away because he wants to he wants that that tether of home to ground him and be there and he's trying to break him of it and to see that raw that raw moment when he tells him this isn't this isn't what you think it is it's just so gripping and, and raw and and it hits the 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 nerve so hard that man it was fucking beautiful uh excuse my language i just uh, i thought it was great so i absolutely recommend this film definitely go see it in theaters because it's it deserves to be seen the art the artistry of this film is 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 something else 
with both the local talent of San Francisco, the work done by Joe Talbot and Jimmy Fails. Do yourself a favor and, and go see this. Alright, so that has been my review and spoiler review for Yesterday and The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Please go like, follow, subscribe to the Nerds Out Loud podcast, to myself on Twitter and on Instagram as Nerd Actor Charles. The E in Nerd for Twitter is not there, so it is NRD Actor Charles on Twitter and just regular Nerd Actor Charles on Instagram. Go follow your boy Loudmouth Ryan on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, check out my friends on 8-Bit Close Fists. We do, uh, some D&D every now and then. We just did a episode on Twitch, so you should check that out. That's where another way you can see me. If you have any requests for films or other nerd topics to talk about, hit me up on either of those things through DM, and I'll probably talk about it. Otherwise, I will see you next time. Peace.